reaction. Uh, we were off. There's no other way to. Okay. We were off. <laughs> well, life goes on. I mean, it has to. We're recording, so we can't sit and ponder on it. But we're going to for a moment. Why I a moment of silence for that for clap. The yeah. Hi, it's Ticket Booth. <laughs> yep. I'm Tevin. And I'm James. <laughs> and you can. I forgot our Instagram. Hold on. You can. Wait, you forgot it? You can follow us on. Oh, yeah, I totally. You can follow us on the Ticket Booth Podcast. Ticket Booth Podcast. At the ticket. At. Hold on. You can follow us at Ticket Booth <laughs> Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> I'm mm. struggling today. That's okay. I watched you spill water all over your kitchen and I can't speak. I know. I just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, also, spoilers. I'm just gonna say that right now because this movie's brand freaking new. It is brand freaking new. What's 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 the movie? As you just pointed out, it's the or the. It's the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. So the new the, one, the quote unquote standalone sequel to that other Suicide Squad. Yeah. Did you ever see the other Suicide I Squad? I did. Yeah. It was hot trash. Okay, I did not see it. I wanted to see it, and then. Yeah, I just heard... All I heard was bad things. Oh, it was a garbage movie, and I and think so, everyone agreed that it was garbage. So, yeah, I just kind of moved on. <laughs> Which is why they decided to do a quote-unquote standalone sequel. Soft reboot it's, kind oh, of it's thing? It's totally a soft reboot. It doesn't even acknowledge the old one, I don't think. Doesn't it have some of the same people, obviously? I mean, it has... Like, Margot Robbie as Harley couple, Quinn. A couple, two or three of the same people from the old one. Okay. But, like, it doesn't... It doesn't have anything other than that. Like it's got Harley Quinn, it's got Cop Boss Lady, and uh, oh yeah, uh, Amanda Waller, and it's got is Flag Army Colonel dude. Rick Flag was he in the other one? Which one? Yeah, 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 he was. So Harley okay. Quinn, Colonel Rick Flag, and the what's her fucking name? Amanda Waller. I think I think Viola I Davis. Yeah, I think that what they're the actress? only three. Okay. From the old one. And everyone else is new. Okay. Because I know, um, I believe I had read that Idris Elba was cast to replace Will Smith as like Deadshot, but then they, then they decided shot. to make him different in case Will Smith wanted to come back. Something like that, I guess. I don't, I, so I don't know much don't know. about this movie. Other yeah. than the fact that... Uh, it was on HBO Max? It was on HBO Max. Hey, so it wasn't just Space Jam. It wasn't just Space Jam. I've also been watching a Moral Oral on HBO Max. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people do. It's great, though. Okay. But we're not talking about that. We should We actually, <laughs> we should talk about Moral Oral at some point. I've never even heard of that. It's a three-season TV show on Adult Swim. Okay. It's great. Anyway, The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. What are your thoughts, James? So I want you to be honest because I have opinions. I went into it expecting nothing. Good. Um, because yeah, it wasn't half bad. Really? I would say. What does what does it wasn't half bad mean? Um, that also means it wasn't like good. I mean, I wouldn't say it was like amazing, but I do have. I don't know. I for some reason sometimes with like the superhero movies that. Are, so this one was you know an r yeah movie and so like the violence because you know whenever you see the you know superheroes fight especially in like the marvel movies all very clean yeah you know there's no blood or ever and it's kind of 
feels weird mm-hmm. because it's so clean. But then you have here these R-rated versions, and they're just sometimes they're just crazy gory or crazy intense. You're like shit, or just like oh god, like that just really happened. Like specifically, one of it was weirdly a pretty shot, but again, we already said spoilers. But when the what's the shark guy's name? I think he's just shark. We're gonna call no. Him he's shark. like it starts with an N. The new. Whatever. I can't pronounce it. I'm terrible with those. Um, it's. I think it was actually voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone the, uh, the shark. But he rips someone in half. King Shark. King Shark? Yep. Yeah. It's Steve Aggie. Oh, Aggie. It's, I don't know why you thought Sylvester Stallone. No, he's King Shark. Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, look. It's, it's Sylvester Stallone. Then how, King Shark. What, what are I'm, you seeing? I am seeing Steve Aggie as King Shark. Who's Steve Aggie? Oh, on set King Shark. Oh. So he was the voice. Sylvester Stallone was the voice. And then obviously the, the shark was CGI. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay that makes sense. All right. We're both right. Okay. There we go. All right. Continue your thought though. So yeah, he rips, oh, yeah, he rips the guy in half. half. And there's yep. like the sun behind it. And you're yep. like, you kind of like see like these ribs. And yeah, you're oh, like, that's great. Jesus, that's so brutal. But then it was like just kind of pretty in yeah. a very just kind of I think, disgusting I think, way. Like the action and the violence and the gore, like yeah. that whole, I guess, section of it. I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought that was well done. With the with R ratings, yeah. like when they're trying for the R rating, something that's always bothered me yeah. is the dialogue always seems weird when they casually have like, fuck every well yeah they're just trying to Mm -hmm. let's throw in a couple of fucks just to and and that's how it was in the movie i thought the dialogue was awkward and cheesy kind of lame for the most part i mean it wasn't great dialogue i didn't mind it like i did think i preferred it over the i mean it did have like the trying to be r but I preferred it to the uh, kind of the awkward cringiness that is Marvel. Oh, yeah. Where they're trying to be funny. Where, I mean, this had a little bit of that. I thought thought this one, I thought this one was trying hard to be funny in an edgy way. In an edgy way. And it was just like, all right, it's just weird. It's not funny. And it was, it also, I felt like, so. The way I looked at it, like the comedy bits anyway, the yeah. the funny liners or whatnot, it just felt like somebody that I'm was... I'm actually trying to think of what were the funny liners. So the one that I could think of... Well, that's just it. They were all bad. <laughs> I didn't but really think... the one I could think of because I was watching a little bit... Because I also kept falling asleep while I was watching it. I was uh, okay. just getting bored of it. Okay. And so, but one of them, Harley Quinn says something like, oh, I love rain. It's like... Oh, um, angels, angels are splooging all, all over us. us. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Okay. You yeah. Know, it, it, okay. Feels like, yeah. it feels like it feels like a stand-up comedian is trying to be edgy and he's just bombing. Well, it's just like, yeah, it. it's trying to be like that. Oh, I'm going to throw yeah. something like dirty. It's like, like let's oh. take, let's take this, the comedies like super bad in that era okay. and throw it in a superhero movie and pretend it's well, great. And I guess... Yeah, when it comes to like the trying to be funny, like or the uh, when they're trying to save Harley Quinn, you know, they have this plan. Yep. And she's like, oh, well, I could go. It was in the trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can go back in there. And it's just. Yeah, I mean, I had, I guess I had seen that before. Yeah. 
And so I was like, uh, yeah, that's just, it's just so weird. It just doesn't, it's, it doesn't it, flow. It feels it, awkward. It's so what it feels like is that there's this like main direction yeah. for a story in a movie, but they keep doing like the family guy jump cut things to yeah. funny bits. I would say I did. Now I'm trying to think I did. I think liked the, uh, the kind of competition between Oh, oh uh, uh, Bloodshot and Peacemaker uh, and, and Peacemaker, Bloodshot yeah. when they're going through like the rebel camp to save Flag. Yep. Like their little like killing people yep. like competition. I thought that was pretty it, good. It, yeah. I so like character wise, I think I think like the new ones they introduced, the new yeah. heroes for this one, I think they're all a little more solid characters. I never saw the, That's the right, first you one. Didn't, so. But like I will say there are flaws though, because the rat girl, the whole scene where they're in the bus trying to like make us feel sorry for her that her yeah. dad does heroin or whatever, yeah, just felt weird. I don't know. It feels weird when movies try to force you to care about characters without actually like telling you anything about the character. Just that oh, they've had a hard life. Well, Good luck. that the, they trying to do that by like an exposition dump. Let me just like tell you yeah. my entire life story. And and then that's also when you had it was kind of weird when Bloodshot kind of like opens up. I'm afraid of rats because my dad. That, yeah. <laughs> but what makes it me, like it's just oh Jesus. My favorite my favorite thing though when she's talking about her dad doing heroin. Yeah. Peacemaker or John Cena whatever. He they do like a reactionary shot of him and he's just like I know that he's supposed to look like he's like, oh, this is intense. I'm sorry. But how he looks was how I felt where it was like, all right, you're like oversharing with strangers. That's fucking weird. It's the breakfast club all over again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh but yeah, or also with uh Bloodshot's whole uh like ex like with his fucking daughter that that was so out of place yep, that was, was so strange they tried to do almost, fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you okay we get it you hate each other while and you're trying she, to have that r yeah, movie <laughs> we've we got it like you 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 got your r with the gore right better dialogue please yeah because i mean in terms of the yeah when i think about it like when i because that was, I would say, like, a lot of the dialogue wasn't super memorable to me, nope. even though I literally just watched it this yep. morning. You watched it probably less than an hour ago, and I watched it last night. Yeah, I finished it, yeah, just, like, over an hour ago. Um, the dialogue wasn't particularly memorable. Nope. Because I'm, like, trying to even think, like, there was those cringy moments. The one thing I would say... That the reason why I liked it better than like some of the Marvel ones in terms of dialogue is because those ones I feel like are trying, they always have like this big stakes, like, you know, it's the end of the world and then they never really commit and it feels like, oh, then someone's cracking jokes and it just feels off. Mm -hmm. As soon as they have like a dark moment, they have to crack jokes. Whereas this one I felt was a little bit more self-aware of just the kind of absurdness of these superheroes that are well they're not superheroes these the the villains the that are like anti-heroes yeah yeah because yeah. i mean like the, the big main boss the final guy at the end is a big starfish yep like it's just kind of which, ridiculous which also i'm glad you brought that up because the other thing too is the cgi was all cartoony 
You know what I mean? Yeah, with like the starfish. It, like in starfish or even some of the gore. Like yeah. you can tell when they're using CGI and I don't know, maybe it's like an artistic choice or whatever, but it was just yeah. kind of weird. But they're still beautiful. Like they there's like one camera shots that they do. Yeah. Where they like follow the action and like move around the room and stuff with the camera. I love those shots. Yeah. I was going to say one of my favorite sequences was when Harley escapes her yep. kind of action sequence. There was some like artistic choices. Like, cause then it had like the, is it like birds or like butterflies kind of like falling on as she's like murdering a bunch of people. Yep. There was also some like pretty gruesome just violence like I, I just remember one of like she like wraps her well she like rips off a piece of her dress and makes it into like a she uses it as like a weapon I don't know specifically what that would be called I know it's a thing were they like using a piece of rope to fight people or deflect knives and yeah stuff? yeah but she gets the guy like wraps around his arm and then he's still got the knife in his hand and she slits his throat with the his, while he's holding the knife it was just like oh Jesus like that was crazy and then she goes and shoots a bunch of people. Yep. Like it's, it was pretty just crazy. And yeah. that's where I feel like, again, the kind of taking off the, oh, we got to have it PG-13 kind of opens up. Yeah, it does. More possibilities But also this. with them having, because uh, it's James Gunn, right? Yep. Is the director. And he did Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yep. It, it does feel like that Warner Brothers pulled him in and were like, because Warner Brothers did this too, right? Warner Brothers does everything. They're like the, they're the company that released this, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why it's on HBO Max. It's yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's almost, it feels like they brought him in and we're like, hey, we need our Guardians of the Galaxy. Can you Well, you do know that? how that happened, right? Nope. So, James Gunn. So I, he did the first two Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought the first one was all right. Again, kind of, I have some similar criticisms. Like, interesting ride in terms of, like, villain and everything kind of just falls flat at the end. But, I mean, I hated the second one. I don't know. I just didn't find it funny at all. But he briefly was fired from Disney oh. for some tweets, I believe. Like, some oh, people had the gone tweets. through. Yes, yes, the tweets. Yes, yes. Distasteful yeah. jokes or something. Yeah. Um, and so he was briefly fired. And during that time period, Warner Brothers was like, hey, come over here. Can you do this for us? And so he did, which, I mean, I will say this, just even hearing some interviews. So I watched a couple of things with James Gunn and or was reading some trivia. But it seemed interesting that I feel like a little bit in his interviews, he was kind of throwing shade at Disney. Because one of the things he kept pointing out was like, oh, I, I was able to, you know, I was able to take chances. Like, I was able to be a director. And it's like, directors need to have balls or whatever and, like, need to do what they think oh, instead of, you like know. being told what yeah, they should exactly, be doing. Yeah, exactly, just doing this. And I'm just like, knowing what I know about Disney and how, like, they've done the Star Wars or even Marvel movies. Yep. He's th totally throwing some attacks their way, just in, like, this very kind of... Yeah, subtle way. It's I subtle, mean, but subtle, but not so subtle. Is, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, that's like I mean, some of the trivia. I don't know where this came from. He said it was like one of his favorite movies that he's directed in terms of. He was just focusing on creativity instead of like perfectionism or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's how he got into this. And I mean, I am a little burnt out of the superhero thing, but I mean, this one was. I mean, I, I think it was a good like watch. Yeah, like, I mean, I for think one I think my biggest criticism is like. 
No, I mean, it's not necessarily criticism. It's just like a thought, I guess, is a fucking kind of criticism. But anyway, is like, you know, they did... You got Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And it's like, Guardians of the Galaxy aren't individual characters. The whole kind of crew is the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you got Suicide Squad, and it's like every character in Suicide Squad is a standalone character in their own thing. Yeah. But they tried making it seem like they're all one unit and it's just it's always felt weird even with the other one and this one that's always felt weird because it's like it's like you're you as a writer know these characters matter but you're trying to make us pretend like they do without having any sort of backstory or anything because they're a main character and everyone is like expected to just kind of know about them you know yeah and that's i mean i would say like the biggest thing is like how they tried to again kind of like throw into because like again his daughter thing was literally just trying to make waller or whatever look kind of bad as oh she'll do you know whatever whatever. yeah she's almost as bad as the criminals you could have cut that scene out and you would have already known that she fucking sucks yeah, I mean, I honestly probably would have liked it even better. Like, it kind of just felt unnecessary. It felt very unnecessary. And then especially at the end, it's like, hey, that's my dad. He saved all those people. That's my dad. Fucking Like, fucker. oh, okay. All right. Got it. Cool. That's just... Get out of here. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. No, well, and then also you got the intro, the very beginning, where it's the... Here's the one Suicide Squad, and then they all fucking die, and you're like, just kidding. Here's I kind of thought, uh, is it Savant or whatever, the guy who they were kind of following? Literally yeah. the first scene. I thought he was going to come back in some way. Well, yeah, that's what I, I mean. Because I also recognized him, because yeah. he's also, he plays the guy in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the guy with the But also thing. in the advertisements, a lot of the people that were in that first crew were the ones in the... Yeah, and I get it. Like it's so, like it's like what they did with the uh, X Force and Deadpool. <laughs> yep, or the other guys when uh, you remember that forever ago. Oh, yeah, when it's the, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Samuel Jackson, are, and they act die. Like they're going to be a huge part, and they die immediately. Yeah, it's like the same thing. I kind of sometimes like that because mm-hmm. it's if like it's done well. Well, especially I'm okay with that specifically in trailers because I mean it's kind of a I would say an easy trick to do. But I much prefer that to giving away the entire movie. That's true. So I'd rather like you have completely. Okay. With some, there are some movies where the trailer showed the movie as being this. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, that was nothing like this. And the kind of story that they were kind of pitching of how it was going to go ish in the trailer would have been way better. Yep. Like their thing was trash. Like when they advertise like a thriller as a comedy or I'm specifically, like have you ever seen Suburbicon nope. with Matt Damon? Nope. The trailer makes it look interesting. As soon as you get into the movie, I'm like, this is what is not this? like that at all. It's yeah. It's super weird. Well, and you know um, what though, with the original suicide squad. Yeah. Um, if I remember right, I know what happened was the company that like edited and made the trailer, mm-hmm. they liked so much that they hired them to edit and make the movie. So I think, oh. I think sometimes like, and I, and I know this was true. Like trailers are made with scenes that have been completed before the movie's even done usually. Yeah. And that's, and I think, I wonder if that's kind of what happens in like your situation where, or your example where, the tonal shift or whatnot yeah where no one really knew what the tone of the movie was and so when the people edited it for the trailer and then they finally finished the movie it was like oh we fucked up yeah i don't know if anyone does that on purpose the bait and switch 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I think to some extent they do. No. Because they definitely do it with, again, like with like the Deadpool and X-Force. Like some of these ones where they're like, oh, here's a bunch of like characters. Like they know that they're going to die. And so they're like, let's put them a bunch in the trailers. And then they're dead like pretty much immediately. And so it kind of gives you, I I, I would say it's somewhat effective because it kind of gives you a... What's the word I'm thinking of? It's somewhat unexpected. Like it kind of gives you, you're going into the movie like, oh, well, I thought it was going to go this way. And yeah, it's, but it's like going it this kinda, way. It's going. Yeah. It makes it a little more unpredictable. Although I would say ultimately this movie was pretty predictable. This one. Yeah. Yeah. I was too. Like there weren't any real twists. And the only real twist was at the beginning, everyone dying. Yeah. And even that's not like, that wasn't twist. even I would say because it's at the beginning that wasn't really like a twist yeah, like it no. was more of just like a marketing twist yep kind of thing and so it didn't really have I mean I guess you sort of had the John Cena being kind of oh being bad, like sort of a twist but no that one, he's not bad he just does freedom at whatever cost it doesn't matter how many women or children he kills I thought you were the crazy one I am. <laughs> okay, can I just say this? I actually really liked Polka Dot oh, Man. Oh, Polka Dot Man was my favorite. I was actually just about to bring that up. Like, okay. who's your favorite character? But Polka Dot Man? Polka Dot Man was my fantastic. Favorite. I feel like out of all the characters, not saying that the characters are necessarily bad, because I overall enjoyed them all. Yeah. But I thought Polka Dot Man was the only one where when he opened up about like his past or whatever, it's the only one that didn't feel like forced or weird. Like, yeah. it made sense that he did it. He was just... He was a very well-written character. Well, because the thing is, is when he opens up, the way he talks and everything, like it kind, it fit with his character of the guy who would just immediately say something that's not, you know, uh, he's not reading the room. Yeah, like uh, when they get like the when they get the mission, and I think he said, "Oh, that's a suicide mission. Like we might, you might all die or whatever." He's like, "I hope that's the case." Yeah. Like he's just like kind of like this the, sad the, the random man. the random scenes where it's like, sorry about it so flamboyant or whatever. Or like he's like I don't like killing people. Well, how do you do it? I imagine that they're my mom, and then he'll <laughs> then like the scene will transition to where it's in his point of view, and everyone's his mom. Yeah, those I think that was genuinely funny. Yeah, I, that was that was well done. Any anything involving him was great. Polka dot man. Loved him. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. I I also just love that actor. He's oh yeah, he's he's, he's got so much, but he's always like usually these weird kind of characters. Yeah, too. there's something about him that kind of I would say I kind of put him in the category with like Willem Dafoe and some of these. They just the way that their face and everything and their kind of mannerisms, they're just able to play this just the weird weird guy. and like creepy and sometimes terrifying like characters. slightly unsettling but yeah. can also like be really he can be whoever because it's not like well because i mean he was kind of lovable yeah because he's not he doesn't look like i mean william defoe looks evil all the time no yeah you know like we can all do that but i mean he he what's his name daniel desmalshin desmalshin i won't ever say david that david yeah, I don't know how to pronounce this. We'll class. call him Dee Anyway, Dee <laughs> He he's got like it's the when people are like, oh, don't judge someone off like your first impression of them or whatever. Oh. But then later you're like, 
oh, we definitely should have. He's got that kind of face. He it's does. Like, okay, you can be weird or scary, or you can be really nice. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it turns out you're weird and scary. You yeah. Know? I mean, he does a really good job because uh, he's, uh, oh, what's the, like, I know, I, I mostly knew him from like uh, the, I think he's in one of the Batman movies. Is like one of the Joker. I think it's yeah, the, Dark the Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. And he's terrifying in that one. Or he's in uh, Prisoners which is another fantastic movie who, that I don't what, think you've seen. Who is he in the dark Knight? Uh, he's uh, one of Joker's thugs. Oh, is he? Yeah. I think he's like one of the ones that like, he like pulls oh, off his mask yes. and he's there and he's yep. just kind of like, I think he like laughs at him or something yep. or you're too he's late. He's very like creepy in it. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. He's perfect. For Cause those. he's like, he's, he's like the, the dude that gets caught and sets the tone of who Joker is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, and he did, I, I would say this one even was kind of a weird, um, role, at least the ones that I've seen him in. Cause usually he does play that kind of creepy guy. Yeah. Cause this one, he is creepy, unsettling, like the way that he kind of like swells up with polka dots, dots yep. and everything, but he's ultimately kind of just this socially awkward yep. kid that was, you know, experimented on by his mom who is starting to lean into maybe him being a superhero <laughs> as he does at the end. Yep. And th- I would say this, it, ultimately his demise was pretty predictable. As soon as he like looked back, I'm like, well, he's dead. Yep. Boom. He gets Goodbye. smashed. I'm yep. a su- yeah. Yep. Which was, I thought was sad. Yeah. Cause he was my he favorite. He was my favorite. I will say this. Okay. The rat lady. Um, Besides, yeah, hers kind of went into like breakfast club territory of oversharing. Um, but she also, I don't know if it's just me, but I do this all the time with movies. Specifically, if there's a character that you've built up that has a mask or something that covers their face, there are certain movies that I consider do what's like the sit, like, I don't know if it's, a, it's like a movie sin of masks. So they have like a cool mask. But oh. they always take it off or they're never wearing it so that we can see the actor's face. It kind of bothers me because she has this really kind of cool gas mask thing. You see it in a couple shots. Yeah, like, like when there's save the starfish. and Yeah, when they're like, there's that. That's the only time it had utility was she's like, oh, she puts on the mask and then it saves her from the starfish. But then there's a couple of shots when they're like walking through the rain and it looked really kind of yep. cool visually. And she's got like this hood and like the mask. And she, and looks she looks badass. Yeah, she looks fucking dope. Well, and then it's also like bloodshot. And- Bloodshot's the same way. He's yeah. got a badass mask too that Ex- he never wears. I know. He'd at least wore it a little bit more. Yeah. But still, like, I kind of, it bothers me when they have like this mask and everything and then they don't use it. That's one of the reasons why, like, for example, V for a Vendetta is like one of my favorites is because literally that's it. Yep. He's in a mask. Cool. That's the entire movie. It's like perfect. And with the mask stuff, like Peacemaker, yeah. him not wearing his mask makes a little sense because his mask is awkward as hell. Well, yeah, it's it's almost more of just like, like part of it's his... like a staple of when he's doing hero shit. Yeah. But then like Rat Girl and Bloodshot, I don't know, like the masks is clearly a staple of them as a character. You yeah. know what I mean? Because even even it Peacemaker, like, weird. yeah, is helmet or whatever is part of it but like with how awkward it looks it makes sense why well, it's like it. 1970s yep. or earlier comic book just super goofy colorful exactly. shiny like i did say i would say the coolest thing that happened particularly with his mask uh 
is when oh, the, the reflection yeah when there was the fight on the reflection i'm like okay that was kind of cool. yeah i actually had to watch that dope. twice because i was like why what's going on with the helmet and then the dude's moving then like cuts to him moving and that cuts back and i rewound it because i was like oh i missed his reflection in that helmet yeah and th- that was a sweet shot that was a sweet yeah because that's what i say ultimately in terms of the action and that sort of thing like i would say this movie was pretty cool yeah like it had a lot of it did have like those shocking like oh whoa that was crazy mm-hmm. violent but then also had some well choreographed and interestingly shot ways of doing yep. it i think really in my mind uh there was a lot of scenes that were unnecessary like yeah. when it when it came to like the action and the fighting and all that great fantastic but then like the in between like just casual dialogue scenes were like uh you lose me there can that, I, that's where i'd fall fucking asleep was, is it would be like um like it'd be an action sequence that i'd be into and then it would be like five ten minutes of talking and it would be like they're not talking about anything and i would like doze off mm. and then my friend would wake me up and be like hey you're missing it i'm like i know but it's boring <laughs> i mean i didn't i mean obviously i just woke up i literally woke up and then watched this movie um but I don't know. I would say, like, I don't really mind dialogue-heavy movies, but I would say the dialogue most of the time was kind of pointless. Yeah. Well, I Um, also don't mind dialogue-heavy movies either, but when it's like an action where it's like, like you picture a wave where you got your peaks and then your downs and your peaks and your downs, but when it's like so like boom, 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 that's when it gets kind of like, all right, like, well yeah if they don't have like some sort of intensity like keeping you through the dialogue like because that's i think some of the problems like they'd go from crazy intense and they they'd go to absolutely nothing nothing. because i mean we Um, haven't even talked about the quote-unquote bad guy and mr smart dude with the needles in his head oh yeah because like anything involving him was just kind of insignificant yeah he he existed and he was a plot device to move forward, but like and to get them into the base and then he gets killed. Yeah. Almost immediately in a very cool way. Explosive. Well, he, like he just explodes. No, he gets, gets torn apart from the starfish. Oh well, yeah. He gets torn apart, but then the rest of his body oh, hits yeah. the window and just pops yep. into a mush. Yep. So yeah. And I think him for instance is a good indicator or just example of like how the dialogue just kind of doesn't really matter in the movie that's the thing is it doesn't really it doesn't do anything it 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 mostly just fills up time yep it doesn't really there's nothing that you really miss because again like i'm trying to even remember like the, the, the dialogue like normally in movies like and it didn't feel like real enough or something because sometimes i really like um the dialogue heavy whether that's movies or shows and it can be really cool like if the dialogue is well done because i would say like even like early uh like compare like early game of thrones is super dialogue yeah. heavy and that's actually some of like my favorites at the entire and then they got into the spectacle thing and it just i think it fell apart but um like this one the dialogue wasn't particularly interesting and it didn't really drive anything forward or give you any kind of Insight again. It did have like the oversharing thing, which kind of felt even even off place. I I would say again, like the most dialogue that was the most interesting was between Bloodshot and uh, 
Oh, Peacemaker? Peacemaker, yes. Because they did set up... Um, their competition stuff. Their like, competition, yeah. and I liked the bullet into the smaller bullet uh-huh. kind of set up because um, like when... Uh, what's what's Beulah Davis's character again? I think the, it's like Amanda Wallace. Wallace. Wallace when she introduces Peacemaker to him... Amanda and, Waller. Waller. And gives the exact same description for bloodshot as gives it to peacemaker yep. and they're kind of having that thing is like well how do you do it like my bullet goes through your bullets it's even more center it's like well how do you do it it's a smaller bullet so it's like that little piece of dialogue kind of set up their thing although it was i don't know the way that it kind of ended out ended out with like him crashing through like the floors yeah. and then landing right in front of him that kind of felt weird yeah it's all force like, yeah like it, it was pretty the ending it definitely felt like okay let's end it you know yeah oh but i would say i actually did kind of enjoy the way they put text into the movie yeah so i thought two things one i thought yeah. that how they did it was cool but two i also thought that it was annoying how often they did it yeah it was quite frequent but it was it was but how they did it was like kale forgive it because it's not like so in your face here it is you well know? like the the one that was probably it was the first one that they did was probably the best one when uh i think it's so oh, the, uh, his Warner head explodes Brothers production or whatever yeah and it's his blood yeah. coming from his body and like it's like oh shit that's, that's yeah, that was of, cool that was like the best one. And then there was the fires with like Operation whatever. Yeah. There's Operation Harley or whatever eventually turned into. Also, but, my yeah. final thought before what we rate it. Yeah. Is I liked that they decided to not make Harley Quinn the main character. Because mm. I know. Because no, is I that know what she, they did in the, the so other the one? the first one, it was uh, not kind of. Like the first one. Yeah, because there was Joker and stuff and that whole love sequence with it. But I heard even Joker wasn't even in the first one that much. Yeah, he wasn't. But like oh. Joker and Harley Quinn are still like tied in. Yeah. So the fact he was there automatically pushed her a little forward, you know? Okay. But anyway, because um, I know she's like a fan favorite, which yeah. personally I've always found her kind of annoying. Like I find yeah. not, not annoying like it's bad, but annoying like the voice that or the like how she talks that he decided to go with bothers me. You know what hmm. I mean? And she also like, she's a good character, but not as a main character and keeping her as more of like a side character and following more like bloodshot and the other ones. Yeah. I enjoyed more because it was like, Oh, she's able to come in and have her little snippets and be there and be fine and be the cute, insane little clown she is, you know? Yeah. But like, she's not so overbearing by being the main character anymore. And okay. I like that a lot. Cause yeah, I actually was kind of surprised how, I mean, she was definitely one of the main focuses cause there was like whole her, her whole side story. Yeah. But I was surprised how much they focused on, you know, bloodshot and like they, he was ultimately like the main character yeah. and she was like the secondary. So she main was, character. she was like, I wouldn't even say she was like the second main character. Really? Like she, I would say, I mean, she's definitely up there. Definitely like top three. Who would you say is like the Probably sec- Peacemaker. Hmm. I don't know. Because immediately he kind of fit into like the rival category. and But like with Bloodshot, the fact that... I, the reason I'd say Peacemaker is because you got Bloodshot and Peacemaker doing the rival thing for such a long time yeah. before Harley Quinn even meets up with them. And then the fact that you follow Peacemaker a lot near the end when he's doing the whole uh, betrayal yeah. thing. I'd say it's Bloodshot, Peacemaker, then Harley Quinn. 
Okay. That's, I, I would probably put Harley Quinn above it, but that's my personal opinion. Just because she had her whole own solo storyline. That's true. That's with true. With the whole... I mean, I almost forgot about it because it was that forgettable. Her brief romance with the... The, the president. Or the president or the king or whatever. And then she kills... Like, it was... That was just kind of unnecessary yeah. and weird. Also... But... But I think with the... With it as well, like even the intro, the first squad, like yeah. them purposely, like it's like they know people want to see Harley Quinn, but them purposely making her a secondary character. Yeah, it was very like straightforward with them strictly following what's his name, blonde haired dude, instead of starting with her or whatever right at the beginning with the first squad. The blonde haired dude, like the guy with the javelin. No, or? no, the the very Flag? blonde, the the guy that's in Guardians for the Galaxy. I don't know his name. Oh, uh, Savant. Fall, yeah, when they start the, with him, knowing that he's going to die instead of starting with Harley Quinn, knowing she's going to live. Yeah, Michael Rooker, that guy. So I like that they that they brought different characters up front. That yeah. being said, though, I did read something that like they did that specifically because James Gunn was wanting to work with who Idris is that his name? Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. it was wanting to work with him more, and so they made him the main focus instead of Harley Quinn. Mm. But I think it worked out better in the long run. But what would you rate this movie? Um, I'd probably give it like a six. Like it was, it was a solid. I would say in terms of DC movies, this was probably the best I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, maybe. Ooh, it, am I gonna? Maybe even the best. Since, well, I mean, what counts as DC movie for the best? Um, well, I, I definitely. So I watched all the Zack Snyder's like Batman vs Superman and Justice League. But I mean, like, are you meaning like DC character movies or like DC universe movies? Kind of DC universe Cause, movies. Okay, because I'm like, does that bring in Christopher Nolan's Batman stuff? Does that bring in Joker? Well, I does would that say, bring in? Oh, well, I would say Joker. I mean, it's definitely DC, but it didn't feel like it was this, part of the yeah, universe. No, at it's, all. I don't think it is at all. Like in terms of their universe, because I mean, like that was probably the best and that's what i feel like is weird with uh dc is i feel like they've got some of the best superhero movies like the christopher nolan batman yep. and joker you know the best I, I think that's one of like the best you know kind of anti-hero Hero. yeah movies um in like the kind of comic book stuff but yeah then they also have Zack snyder stuff which i I it mean, I, I, I think the vibe. It. No, yeah. the other thing is, I actually dig the darkness of it, mm -hmm. but ultimately, it feel it just falls flat because I mean, the darkness and stuff is cool. But if they actually had like a writer that could work with Zack Snyder, who I don't know, brought more interesting dialogue and more things like that, I think it would be more interesting. Yeah, because um, a lot of people think that oh, his movies are too dreary, and I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't, I don't mind that kind of level of darkness. In fact, I even sometimes prefer it to the Marvel ones, but um, ultimately they're, they're kind of very forgettable. Like I, I don't even remember much of them besides little things that were like annoying about them. Yeah. But um, yeah, cause I, I, I saw Aquaman. didn't really care for that one. I've seen some of the other ones. I never saw like the suicide squad, but I've, I've kind of missed most of them. And cause they really they don't fucking matter. No, they haven't really like piqued my interest. Nope, they haven't piqued anyone's. And so this one I thought was, 
I mean, I would even again. I even liked it better than a lot of the the Marvel ones. Just specifically again for like the way that the action and stuff is done. Like, yeah. I thought that was well done, and that's why it's a six. I, I really think. I think I would put it at a four. A four. So, and here's why. Oh. Uh, first and foremost, I think a lot of people are loving this movie because it was better than the first one. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's a good movie. Like, if you if you look at people's reviews, all of their reviews that are positive are like, oh, this beats this old one, no problem, you know? Yeah. But it's not But that's really, like a low bar yeah, to beat. Yeah, it's a low them. bar when your movie's ass and your goal is just to beat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think... A four, I know a four seems low, but a four because what I did like about it, the like cinematography, the action and the gore or whatever, doesn't make up for everything else I didn't like about it. The shitty dialogue, the yeah. slow parts, the the dumb jokes that were just stupid and riddled in between. Also, like yeah. the whole office characters, all of them. That like felt weird. Yeah, like they could have, I don't know. Could have done better, I feel like, with setting up the Suicide Squad and all that. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's a four. Honestly, would I watch it again? Probably not. I, if somebody it was if, a, I, if somebody suggested watching it, yeah. this one, I would watch again. The other one, no. No? No, I'd be like, nope. Well, and see, that's what I would even say. Like, honestly, if I was giving... Uh, and this may be it probably just completely irrational. I'd probably say, like, another, like, five run of a mill. Mm-hmm. But because of Polka Dot Man... I really liked his character and just the kind of, I don't know. It's super weird because he's not even that big of a thing, but I really liked him. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it just a little bit. But see, to me, he was interesting to me. So I was like thinking, oh, I'll do a five. And I was like, no, I got to fucking commit to either the six or the four, but I'm committed to the four. And with your polka dot, man, like I think hugging the four is even better because polka dot man is proof that they could have done better with the other characters and they just didn't. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like Polka Dot Man they oh. knew was so obscure and weird that he didn't have a lot going for him that they had to make him a good character where the other ones were like, Oh, everyone fucking loves Harley Quinn. We'll just throw her in there, be good. Yeah. Bloodshot, everyone loves Idris. Yeah. Boom, set. Peacemaker. Oh, John Cena. No one's gonna fucking complain about John Cena. You know what I mean? Honestly, I will say this. So typically in movies that I've seen John Cena in, I've been like, Okay, this guy is not much of an actor. But this one he is. I actually thought this is probably the best movie yep. I've ever seen. Like John Cena. Like I don't know if it's his character was written well for John Cena mm-hmm. that it just fit. Yep. I like, watching it, I was like, I was like, oh shit, John Cena's full on going to pull the Dwayne Johnson route. Like he's going to be an actor because like before it's like oh it's cheesy movies or whatever. And then yeah. this one, I was like, oh shit, no, he can act. Like this, is, it'll be fun to see other movies he's in. I still think, well, it was actually the guy that was supposed to, but Dave Bautista, um, he plays, in, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's, uh, what's Thrax? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the wrestler turned actor that I think actually has the most acting chops. Like that, he is a good actor. Oh, I, I didn't realize say. that he was a wrestler turned actor. Yeah, he's he is. He's kind of in that same kind of thing that of, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and uh, John Cena are. But oh, yeah, he's, I, I would say he's the best. Um, Dave Bautista. I haven't really seen a whole lot with like the rock of actually saying that he's good, but like this one with John Cena, I thought like John Cena actually, I don't know if it's just the character fit his acting style so well, that it just 
Like it, it didn't feel it, unnatural. It didn't. No. Because normally I see John Cena and I'm like, okay, this is, you know, it's like, a, I mean, we just did Space Jam. You know, you're LeBron James, you see him and you're like, ah, this kind of feels a little yep. weird. You're not an actor. That's usually what happens when I see John Cena. But in this one, I was like, okay, yeah, you're a peacemaker. Yep, you are a I, peacemaker. I, I can see it. You're not. I got it. Yep. I like no. it. But overall, I mean, everyone should watch this movie. I just, I hate, I, I hate that everyone's loving it because it was better than the old one, and the old one was ass. Yeah, I, I mean, it would have been better if this was the first one. I could probably yep. say, like, if this where it was starting, but I don't know. It was. I think it's definitely worth just a watch. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not groundbreaking in any way. It has some, I would say, just kind of fun moments. That kind of. It's pretty brutal. At Honestly, times. if you're like a 14 to 17 year old kid, you're probably going to love you're it. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, yeah. In terms of characters, it definitely falls flat, except for Polka Dot Man. Yep. I really like Polka Dot. And that's the thing is, I don't even know why, but I just, I really, really like Polka Dot Man. Just maybe because he's the most weird and obscure out of all of them. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. He's just. Uh, I want to like. I want to see more Polka Dot Man. To be I honest, know, right? But he fucking died. That being said, though, even though I gave it a four, if this one was the one that turned out to like start like a Suicide Squad trilogy or whatever, I wouldn't be upset. They like, might. Like it's definitely good enough to where if it has a direct sequel, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like I get why. I think I read somewhere that it is possible that James Gunn might be doing a second one. I wouldn't doubt it. Because I think the original one, the intention was that they were going to make it like a trilogy or whatever. Well, I mean... I mean, all Warner Brothers... All of... Yeah, all of the DC Universe It seems like Warner Brothers is trying so hard to just do what Marvel's doing. Like, trying so hard. Which, I think that's the reason why they're failing so so miserably. Because they're not... Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, the DC standalone movies are fucking fantastic. Yeah, again joker yeah but it's them it's them like going into it with oh we need a whole franchise to like bank on you know because it's like they did that with the mummy reboot or whatever when they oh yeah they were trying to do the monsters universe yeah and it's like well you fuck that up by planning it like yeah no one no one i hate this a lot when movies are planning on doing a trilogy yeah and the first movie is nothing but an intro to the second movie yeah because it's like make it a fucking standalone movie because you got Solo. Solo flopped so bad that its trilogy just got like totally thrown out. Oh, were they supposed, were they going to yeah, do this? Yeah, dude, dude, Holo, uh, hold on. Solo did so bad that they like had all these planned stuff for Star Wars that they completely just pulled the plug on. Like, oh, I think that they were, uh, didn't they have a whole bunch of standalone movies that they ended up turning into shows or something? Something like that. But they had, okay. they had all these huge plans and then Solo did so bad. I think what it was is Disney's like, oh, we have this new IP. Let's yeah. just go, 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 go. And then they fucked it up like immediately and are like, well, maybe we're going too hard. Yeah. And now they've just pulled the reins back. But yeah. It's just like make a standalone movie, and then if it does well, make that a trilogy or a franchise or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I would say with the exception of, I think having the plan can be a good thing, depending on how you do it. Because I would say the, like for example, the latest Star Wars trilogy, they did not have a plan to actually tell a story over three movies. They had. Two different directors, you know, originally it was yeah. supposed to be three different directors directing the three movies and it was a mess Oh, it was because it wasn't awful. planned at all. So it's like, 
I mean, I think you got to have an idea, but you definitely can't just have a movie that's a build-up movie. Yep. Like, I feel like if it's a TV show, sometimes you can do that because TV shows are yeah, often they're over the season, and slower mm-hmm. paced, and you can kind of you know build things up that way. But in terms of a movie, like you, it needs to it needs be, to have a it needs to have length of its own. Story, but yeah, exactly. But I think the Suicide Squad is that it? Any yeah. last thoughts? Um, you gave it a six. I gave it a four. Yeah, it was worth a watch. It was again. I, I mostly have pretty burnt out of the superhero yeah. stuff. And luckily, I mean, this was kind of the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit more interesting. But I mean, I liked it better than most of those at the moment. But yeah. ultimately, it's nothing to cut that is going to blow your mind. It's home about. But it's yeah. still everyone's been anticipating it. So yeah, I think it was you know, solid. I mean, it would have been a solid beginning to a Suicide Squad kind of thing. Yeah. But ultimately yeah. just just kind of sucks that it's their soft reboot and even i don't know i don't know i think we said all we could about it though yeah 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 should we put that to rest should we suicide it yeah it's kind of what we do <laughs> it's kind of our thing sorry that's the quote from the movie hey i remembered a line from the movie yeah, you did. and the it's kind of our thing anyway i guess cut <laughs> <laughs>